How's everybody's week? Did everyone have a good week? It was okay, but I don't know what this Kiwi Red Bull tastes like. Well, then why don't you try it so that the listeners Ooh, at home can yeah. experience it Live through the on sound air. of... Oh, man, I wish you hadn't opened it already, and that way you could do the... No, wait, here, I got, I got that one. Oh, wow, Travis, you should try that drink. Oh, so refreshing. Wow. <laughs> We're just going to cut that into beforehand and then edit around As it. we talked about last week, <laughs> the, it's going to be a jumbled mess with me editing everything over the top right. of each other. Are we trying to get sponsored by Red Bull? <laughs> I feel like I mean, an energy they sponsor drink everything. company would Yeah, be they probably would. We could be the first. <gasps> I would be so excited to have a Red Bull helmet. I would wear it here. <laughs> no not one joking. would know. Oh, no. I watch like some Red of the Bull? pro gamer Twitch streams and like behind their uh, like streaming station, there's just like a little table with a little mini cooler that's just like three shelves of Red Bull mm. product placement. I, I mean, if they can, they, I think they have like two Formula One teams that they run. They can. This podcast has basically no overhead. Sponsor <laughs> us, Red Bull. <laughs> yeah. Well, they threw a guy from like the stratosphere, get jumped. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And then Alex so- Bom- Felix Baumgartner. My favorite yeah. part about that is someone was like, that's dumb. And then they beat him just using <laughs> their own setup, which is amazing. It's like the most vindictive thing to do. It's like, yeah. screw you, Red Bull. And some guy <laughs> beat it like two <laughs> years know. later. I don't know if it's vindictive. I think you just want to be the best at something. The best at jumping. So you put on a spacesuit and you jump from space. The best at falling. Falling. Free falling. Free falling. Free falling. <laughs> <laughs> that fell apart. We got the first note, though, and that is what... I mean, I softball it in, and you guys just whiff. I mean... I disagree. I chose to pass. <laughs> I knew it was happening. <laughs> so who who wants to be reminded of what happened last week? The audience. Yeah, I mean, I don't really need it, but I guess if you feel so inclined. <laughs> you know what, Sierra? Why don't you take this, then? Uh, um, there is something about Zor on this piece of paper um, that I wrote, the Harbinger. Harbinger. We have decided is pronounced Harbinger, not Harbinger. <laughs> was that what you thought it was? Harbring- Harbringer. Harbringer. Oh. As in oh, he's okay. going to bring some har down upon us. <laughs> I think we should just har. call it a harbinger. <laughs> harbinger. Yeah, harbinger. it sounds so it's so intimidating. So, what happened the weeks prior? Let's bring it all back together. So you are four adventurers that have been uh, pulled by the strands of fate to a single home. You met with this person that seemed to have some sort of fortune-telling ability. Uh, she told you to go to the mines and the mines the dwarves had uncovered something the Saramoon dwarves once inhabited this land but have been extinct or have been missing for hundreds of years that is what you stumble upon this huge cavern that is extensive stonework with this magical stone called Hizigakur uh, that's <laughs> that lines all of the uh, different hallways you then kind of walk through, find some stuff. You manage to go into a catacomb, which was housed inside of a sarcophagus. You arrive there, an evil entity appears that's comprised solely of worms, trying to block your way as the uh, catacombs closes in on you. You defeat it, manage to bypass it, stealing a body uh, as you do so. You then arrive in this large chamber, This undead entity stands before you, calls forth these 10 kind of animate boulders that look to harm you. She keeps calling you the Harbinger. You're not really sure what that means. She then concedes that you may not be the Harbinger. 
she then asks as a favor to help with her story and help with her powers to clear out this rubble. You went to clear out this rubble. You did so, but doing so caused these undead entities to rise from the grave to defend the space. You defeated them, and that is where you are. I think it's important to note that we defeated them by <laughs> Travis opening like an acme hole. Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, also, did you mention... Zor? Oh, I'm sorry. I did not mention Zor. So okay. the Lich said the person they're looking for is Zor. Zor is a harbinger. He is a half-elf drow with a golden breastplate, as uh, she described, and that he has been taking these coins that have this warding of forbiddance out and distributing them in the world to help to tamp down the warding. You realize that you were walking through these vaults, and these vaults were completely empty, so you know that there used to be hundreds if not millions of these coins in this place to help protect whatever evil was waiting but um, the problem with that is that they're all empty now so whatever job he's been trying to succeed in he seems very close to doing on the bright side we just brought four coins back so just saying yeah exactly doing our part I don't know what four divided by a million is but that percentile are we supposed right. to <laughs> this dead body that we've been walking around with that Sierra's been trying to pry the crown off of are we supposed to put that to rest somewhere? Is that right in here. this room? Yeah. Um, I don't know. Maybe you should ask the undead, all-powerful entity in the other room. If I was hey lady. to be a character. Hey, lady. <laughs> just going to yell at her from where <laughs> we're yeah. Hey! You're so, like, start so snapping your fingers on <laughs> 100 her. feet away. <laughs> Come here. You just hear. <laughs> Good sound effect. Yes. <laughs> Can we say that that didn't really happen? Because sure. I feel like we should have a conversation before we get into this. <laughs> Let's get into it. Let's. She ran away. Okay. <laughs> 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 I like have this image of Alex pretending to go downstairs. <laughs> I'm not pretending. Uh, he's I down here. <laughs> Theater of the mind, Travis. Let's discuss. What sh- What would you like to discuss? Okay, guys. So, remember how that girl said that we have her bones? Yes. Yes. I remember. And he holds up (laughs) the crown with the head still attached to it. So, here's the thing. She still has bones in her body, so I think she's lying to us. Does she have bones in her body? Yeah, she's a lich, and... So she has bones and all her skin is raggedly hanging off of it. Unless they're like magic bones that came into her as she lichd up. Maybe you should, uh, I don't know, check her out to see what she actually is. Because no one, I gave you that information, but no one really. I thought somebody did roll. An arcana on her? Yeah, and you verified that she was a lich. She was a lich, yeah. But she was a dwarf lich, right? She is a dwarf lich. Um, there's something else that was worth noting that if that did happen, and I'll just give it to you now, even if it didn't, she is not undead. She is a construct. So uh, that is also an important thing that I would have noted, I or should have noted. I don't think you did. That was should not we noted? Yeah. yeah. Should so we try to so like? Because like a construct would have. Yeah. <laughs> it's true, but she is she is a construct. She is not an undead entity. You would have gleaned that information. Oh, I see. So maybe they are her bones? <laughs> I'm not sure. Maybe we should wave our hand through her torso just to make sure. 
She's not an apparition her. or something. <laughs> I did hit her with my axe, so I think. Oh, huh. I think she's, it is a magical axe, though, so she still could be incorporeal. Yeah, corporeal is a good word for it. Thank you. Thank you, Beefcake or Beefcake's <laughs> alter ego. Paul. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um. So, I yeah, I do think that I rem- of all the things that I remember from last time, <laughs> I feel like I do remember that she seemed uh, pretty transparent um, in the not in the emotional sense. sense. <laughs> no, like, forthcoming. Forthcoming. Thank you. Plus, we came in here to do her shit. And then bad guys attacked us. Like, did she not know that there's bad guys? Because she's lived down here for like millennium and didn't even warn us. She d- she thought we were the bad guys. I know, but then we came and laid her bones over here in this rubble. And then there's bad guys in the rubble. And this is like her home, and she's been here for a really really long time. And like, I believe what she said is that if you wanted access to stuff, you had to do her this favor. And so this, she asked you to clean out these, ca- like this room, as yeah. a favor to her, so that way you would have access, I believe, to the crown, because Bakota um, asked about it. Mm-hmm. I'm thinking that with all this explanation from God, <laughs> she might be okay. <laughs> <laughs> On second thought. <laughs> okay, let's do this. Okay. Can we take a look at these? dead things to see if there's anything on them. Uh, as you defeated them, they completely dissolved into the ground. No. So there's no, like, plus five floor axe. Let me check. No. No? You didn't <laughs> even roll dice on that. I did not. <laughs> okay. Um, Peacake is gonna pull the leg out that he has and just lay it on the ground. Her, her leg. leg. Yeah. <laughs> the the like, bony leg. He pulls off his leg. That is a weird thing to do. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, all right. He pulls the leg off Bakoda. <laughs> oh, <laughs> uh, I think Bakoda, I, I might have mentioned this last time, but I think Bakoda's going to wait for everybody to lay down their parts of the body and then going to lay the head down last. I don't know what you're talking about, but here you go. Here's my leg also <laughs> that has like a whole bunch of stuff. And I'm going to miss you, famous pointer. <laughs> Goodbye. Here is the the torso. I don't know. I just want, I'm just going to be a vampire now. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds beautiful. Just stick with it. As you all start to assemble the body in the room, right behind you appears uh, the lich. <laughs> and... She kind of looks a little different. She looks a little more whole. Uh, her jaw still kind of hangs, but it seems as though her bones on her fingers are covered in skin. As you return each piece of her body, uh, a little bit more of her uh, recovers. And it seems to correspond to whatever piece you were laying in the chamber. She waves her hand, and the stone around the body that you've slowly assembled rises up to make almost a makeshift sarcophagus. And then, Bakoda, you still hold the head in your hand. And she goes, child, let me see that. And outstretches her hand. All right. He he gives it over a little apprehensively. She holds it in her hand, and you watch as she just 
ever so gingerly takes the crown off of the head. And she hands you back the head. She goes, please, I cannot lay myself to rest. He's going to place her head at the top of the body. As he does, the ground that had made this sides of the sarcophagus then closes over the top of them, and the ground lowers and flattens completely, uh, as if there was nothing there before. Her face kind of rejoins and stitches back together, and she disappears, and as she does so, she just goes, find the harbinger. And nothing is left there save for the crown that rests on the floor by itself. She's gone? She disappeared? She's gone. Oh, shit. I don't know what a harbinger is, and I don't know where it is. I was really vague. <laughs> what should we do? <laughs> well, she uh, told us, I think it was either the crown or something else would get us into that room that, like, disintegrated shit as we threw stuff at it. Okay. She didn't say anything about that. Let's go throw more shit. Yeah, she said that I think there was something about, like, you have to be alive to go through the door an or un- something like an that. An undead person must go through the door to break the seal. Uh, That's the opposite of alive. Oh, we should have asked her to help with that. She's a construct. We don't That's need right. her shit. Lakota's going to pick up the crown, take a good look at it. The crown, when you pick it up, it feels different. It feels more alive in your hands. Before, it felt like it had an aura. This time, it feels like there's almost a, a spark that jumps from it. Uh, it's changed, only slightly. The properties I had described before are there, except this time it seems to house a single spell. It houses a single spell of shape change. The spell is strange, though, because you can only take two forms. As you're like r- running your hand over it and kind of feeling it out, you can either become an ancient bronze dragon or an ancient white dragon. Oh no, I want it. That's nothing. Paul, Paul wants it. Paul wants everything. <laughs> Paul wants it. So <laughs> I want to be a dragon. As I let everyone see this, <laughs> boop, showed everybody the druidic crown of shape change. It is a jade crown as described before, with the words "May the purpose of this crown that it fulfills fulfill its role once again in druidic." The wielder of this object must be a 17th level spellcaster. The crown stores one spell that can only be used once per day. The spell allows whoever the wearer of this crown is to take on the form of an ancient brass dragon or an ancient white dragon. Sorry, so brass um, dragon per shape change per the shape change spell. The caster declares that the form they wish to take by stating the creature and the change takes place. It takes a full round to happen with the creature taking on their new form at the beginning of their next turn. The crown attunes itself immediately to any person that meets the requirements of the caster level. The crown cannot be destroyed unless by an archdruid during a blood moon. It fulfills the requirements for the shape change spell outright, even if it no longer has the spell stored in it. So All if right. you have the ability to cast shape change as well, you can use it as the component. Bakota is going to go ahead and put it on. So as you put it on, <laughs> um, you feel like this power kind of run through your body a little bit like Thanos when he gets all the infinity stones you're like I hulk out and then it settles and you feel at once that you could command the crown on your head okay um so now I believe we're looking for an undead creature to accompany us let's check the door in the coliseum yeah that north door 
Yeah, or the south one, either one. So as you go, who's going to the north door? Who's going to the south door? Oh, heck no, we're not splitting the party. That's nothing fun. I'll go to the south door. Yeah. Okay, fine. We'll do the south first. All right, so you open the south door. It opens into a room. Uh, The walls are lined with cages. Uh, You see bits of hay left over that have yet to decompose. It seems that this was a holding room for prisoners at one point in time. Yikes. Is there anything of use in here? Nothing that you can really see. You can spend your time and walk around. You see some sodden bedrolls. You probably see a chamber pot or two, but there's nothing. Everything's ancient in this space uh, and has been here for a long time. Except apparently the straw. Man, that's some sweet straw. Dude, beefcakes, you love magic stuff. It's like really slow decaying straw. You might like it. (laughs) As you go to open the northern door, uh, you find that this perhaps was once an armory there's pegs in the walls uh you see bits of rusted metal that have congregated at the base of it that have fallen apart uh whatever was once here that would have been worth using as part of the fighting pit is completely useless or bits may remain uh that harken back to things that once hung there damn these guys they have really archaic i don't know Customs. Who puts people in a fighting pit? <laughs> <laughs> so we need to get out of this. Let's get co- out of Dodge Coliseum to the main cavern, and then just keep traveling east like we were doing before. I mean, let us go east. <laughs> <laughs> this is one of those tricky things where you gotta go west to go east. Let's do it. As you walk back down the hallway that you originally went down to the right, past those doors that you managed to bypass with the portable hole, you continue onwards. Above you, you see a shattered bridge to your to the south. Uh, the bridge, which would have once crossed above you, has been almost completely destroyed. You do see a doorway that you can kind of make out. It is about 30 feet or so up. As you walk further down the hallway, even more easterly, you run into a dead end. As you get to that dead end, you see to the south that there is a drawbridge. However, there has been some sort of cave-in, which has completely made the drawbridge impassable. There's like a doorway above the collapsed bridge. Do we want to try to look at that and see if we can get up there? I can I can climb up there. Guys, I can run up walls. Oh. Oh, yeah. I think you we should do have, have a race and see up the who can, yeah, who can oh. get there faster. I'll pull out a coin and I say mm, my money is on Shaman. Next. Does somebody have like a bow and arrow they want to use for like the shot of the go <laughs> in the ring? Let's just do it. Okay, let's okay. go. <laughs> on this three, run, go. Uh, I'm already up here. I'm sick of this game. <laughs> no. We got stuff to do. <laughs> is there no check? You can just run up walls and that's that. Yeah. yeah. That's pretty cool. Monks. But oddly, I can't jump that far, so that's weird. And then I'm going to climb up. So grab the rope. You As you climb up, you, you look through the doorway, and you look into almost like a, a house or a meeting hall. There there seems to be quite a bit, uh, and there's, for the first time, a real sign of life. 
outside of the desks that you saw earlier when you went into the room and then you went past those towards the sarcophagi this one there seems to be bookshelves there seems to be chairs there's tables uh it seems to be in better condition than anywhere else you have been thus far guys there's signs of life but you know not that really living kind of life just the fact that they did shit. grab the rope <laughs> <laughs> So I imagine you throw a rope down. (laughs) (laughs) Bakoda takes the rope. Beefcakes, hold on to this. Okay. I'm putting up the rear. By the way, how's everybody doing on health? Uh, I'm at 37, down from 163, so I'm okay. Okay. I'm down 80. So I could probably use a little bit of healing. I could probably do that as well. Okay, deal. Everyone's healed up now. Sweet. Well, close to full. Close to full. That's fair. How many potions did everyone consume? Nine. Nine. (laughs) I also took nine. You just see (laughs) beefcake just like popping corks off of potions and like slamming them. So Uh, for for the fighter, yeah, we'll we'll discuss it later. I did mine so wrong. I was doing 1d4, not... It's yeah, two D four plus two, I think. Mine's four D four because I took the bigger ones. So that's four D four plus four. Yeah, and I was doing one D four plus four. Well, if Travis wants to redo his rolls, I can start exploring. <laughs> I shall move down the hallway. Uh, I rolled as if I was doing a stealth check because I imagine there's some sort of stealth option I in this game. Stealth, stealth. advantage. Yeah, you I have, have an advantage, you have advantage on, stealth. on stealth. So I will roll that's of another D twenty. Wow, Ooh, nice. that's a nat 19. All right, so you walk down the hallway and you go right. To your right, you see uh, a staircase. The staircase goes down. Uh, it is an open staircase, so you can kind of see as you peek around the corner that there is another set of double doors to the left at the bottom. The staircase would continue to go down, but what was ever once there has collapsed in, and so you can only access this floor. Okay. Um, I'm going to follow behind. Yes. I'll do a perception check just to see if there's any sign of danger before we go into that room. And that's a nat 18. So lots, 32. 32. So yeah, you, outside of seeing what you see, uh, there's not much else. Okay. Bakoda, you want to come hang out or? Bakoda's healing. Okay. (laughs) Uh, Cool. I shall continue onward okay so uh gonna look at the south door okay and i'm gonna pick up a rock and i'm gonna throw a rock at it (laughs) you throw a rock (laughs) at it and it hits the door and nothing else happens oh okay good good i will wait for our team members uh here i am i'm hanging out by the door No worries. Look around the room to see if there's anything of value. Isn't there like a sconce that I can grab? There's Nothing. not. No, this room's actually completely dark. A little torch sconce? Nope. Not that it matters because I have dark vision. Yeah, everyone has dark vision <laughs> and then uh, Beefcake has his axe that glows. So I'm going to pick up a bunch of little pebbles and I'm going to put them in, my, in like one of the pouches. Just like little pebbles. Okay. Quarter inch in diameter. 
just for future use. Sounds good. I like to be prepared. <laughs> With <laughs> improvised you also have You also have ball bearings, by the way. I oh. do. I noticed that. <laughs> <laughs> I have a thousand. Wow. Good God. It seems like a lot, but they're I bet they're tiny. Just so you can like fill a hallway with them and people can slip on them. Yeah, I think it's like a banana peel type situation. Do some home alone shit, right? Yeah. You can I just should shoot really them out of your mouth. Dakota, <laughs> what are you doing? Um gonna climb. Here it comes. <laughs> All right, here we, I go. We can hear you down the hall. <laughs> here I'm I coming. <laughs> hey, you guys. Hit him with the sloth. Good. We are all here. Okay. I shall open the door. All right. So you open the door. It opens pretty effortlessly into uh, another hallway. The hallway, as it continues southward, there is a turn to your left that stops about midway down, and then the hallway seems to bear left uh, at the very end of it. Hmm. Careful. There's a bear. (laughs) I shall uh, continue forward, checking for traps. 24 for perception. 24. It does not seem that there are any traps in the hallway. All right. Shall we take the first, first left? We should just look down the hall and see what happens. That's fair before we commit to like dashing I pull out my stick with the mirror attached <laughs> to the end of it <laughs> and I hold it just past the corner is that your plus one mirror on a stick yes <laughs> uh, go on look through your mirror <laughs> <laughs> that's not how that works okay I'm gonna stand right where I'm standing and look down the hall Bakota are you gonna join everyone else yes because it's right in fireball range, so that's perfect. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's like, make sure everyone's set up. Make sure to everybody's be grouped impacted. up. You can hang out further behind. I'm actually fine with it. I'm right behind who I think is Krista. Yep. So Travis perceives the things. Is that what? I'm just looking down the hall. That would be for all the listeners. Oh, I can ping for all of yes, the people can. that can't see the giant map. That we're yeah. Yes. So, East. so you first make your way down the hallway, left. and then you take your first left into the alcove, and there's a door. That's guys. There. There's a door. Throw dart at it. <laughs> Doink. <laughs> <laughs> the dart ricochets off, and uh, nothing happens. Guys, nothing happened. Rogue. <laughs> uh, okay, I see how it is. I will open the door. Beefcake says she has a name. I know, but I don't think she ever really told us because she was being all like broody, you know the way rogues are. So I don't <laughs> know that we know her name. Did you open the door? My name is not important. Uh, this is her attitude. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'll open the door or attempt to open the door. The door opens. It opens into a large room. The room in the middle of it has this incredibly long table. It has ten chairs, four on the north, four on the south, and then one at either end. You notice as you step in that there's a staircase that goes up to the left to the floor that you were presumably on before, and then there is a door to the south. There's a statue in the corner um, of the room, of every corner of the room. The statues are of a dwarven make with a dwarven head and a large beard you notice that in the beard each dwarf has three rubies inside of those beards rubies dude that shit's gonna fuck us up it's like uh what is it 
in Aladdin when Apu sees like a jewel and his eyes get really big and he's like that's what I want except he doesn't say that he says it with his expression I'm gonna do that I'm gonna go directly to the ruby <laughs> in the beard I'm gonna hang out back here I'll uh, go across the room so that everyone else can get into the room and then I'm gonna pull out a knife and try to pluck a ruby out of the beard okay so what's everyone else doing while this is happening waiting for them to come alive and kill her <laughs> <laughs> I'm uh, going to be around the corner. Okay. And uh, Bakoda? Uh, he enters the room. He's going to kind of be adjacent to As Krista goes to pry out a ruby, the doors all slam shut. Shit. Who would have known? There seems to be a force that then crosses um, the threshold of them. Everyone roll for initiative. Oh. <clears throat> it was going to happen anyways, I'm sure. Just Probably not. <laughs> <laughs> it was unavoidable. It was entirely unavoidable. So sorry. Oh, man. All right. Krista got a 19. Dakota got a 15. 14 for Shimon. Beefcake 17. All right. So those doors all slam shut. The mouths of the dwarves open. And this poison gas starts rolling out. Everyone needs to make me a constitution saving throw, please. I would like to think I don't have to. You do not, actually, because Shiman is outside the room. I have advantage on poison saving throws. It is not. Oh, it is. You're right. You're good. I got a 17. 17. I got a 17. So that is a fail. I got a 21. That is a pass. Damn. 18? 18, that's a fail. Dakota takes 20 points of damage. Everyone else takes 41 points of damage. Dang it. Krista, you go first. What do you do? Um, a free action to yell at Sheeman to try to open the door from his side. Okay. Um, is this a staircase case on the north side leading up to a door? It up is. Up north? All right. I'm going to move up there. All right. And then I'm going to try to open the door. Uh, you go to touch the door and a force stops you from opening it. Uh, it is now Beefcake's turn. Does the rogue still have the ruby she pried out? Uh, she does. Okay. So he's going to say, maybe you should put the stone back. And then he's going to check the door that he's standing next to to see if that opens. It does not. It also seems to be warded. Bakoda. All right. Um, Bakoda would... Is it too late... Um, is it too late to cast a resistance? Uh, no, you can you can cast resistance. Okay. It doesn't have to be done before you. Uh, it has the the effect has an initiative, so it happens once per round. Okay. So whatever that uh, effect is. Okay. So if I were to go over and touch, I think um, Beefcake is yeah right by me. So if I touch him, cast resistance. Um, Target can roll D4 and add to the saving throw of its choice. Um, yeah. So, go ahead. Uh, uh, we'll that, w- that would be on the round where he has to roll. He doesn't have to roll, oh, but, but next okay. time he rolls it, he gets an extra D4. So, he, so I cast the resistance, yeah, exactly. and then the effects take place on his turn. Okay. Um, and then I'm going to stay where I am. All right. Uh, Shiman, it's your turn. Guys, <laughs> open the door. <laughs> Push on the door. You push on the door, uh, and the door seems to be warded on your side as well. Guys, you screwed up. So that was 
uh, 10 feet, uh, 15, 20, 25, 30, 35, 40, 45, 50. Okay, I'm gonna look and see that I'm gonna, uh, can I do a perception check or did opening the door count? Um, what do you mean by perception? I want to see if there's traps. You can roll a perception check. 24. There doesn't seem to be traps down that hallway. Uh, not even these creepy little <laughs> vents. Those are just <laughs> columns. Oh. Uh, <laughs> they do look like vents. Okay. Creepy, which is alarming because we're <laughs> underneath. Okay, that's as far as I can go. All right, um, before you go again, Krista, something happens. A gas that starts to fill the room, you all start to feel kind of strange and like all of the strength and all of like the nimbleness in you is sucked out of you. As this gas whirls around, you have disadvantage on any strength or dexterity checks you might be making. Krista, it's your turn. Okay, well then I will walk down the stairs instead of hopping. (laughs) (laughs) And then I will try to put the jewel back into the beard. As you put the jewel back into the beard, it you place it there, and you remove your hand, and it falls back to the ground. Okay. Well, that's my turn. The gas continues to flow. It is the top of the turn again. Everyone make a constitution saving throw for me. Well, maybe we should just pry the rest of these fucking gems out, since we're kind of screwed already, <laughs> and all the doors are locked. <laughs> that was my we'll head. die, but we'll die rich. <laughs> or maybe that's like the... That's how it ends. Yeah. You get all the gems. Yeah. Oh, I gotta get Wow, that. look at this. Two natural 20s and two fours on the advantage. Wow. <laughs> do we have a disadvantage on the constitution saving throw, then? You do not. Just okay. uh, strength and dexterity. Wow, that's actually kind of surprising. Beefcake, you take half of whatever. It's 18, so I take full. 18, okay. 16. 16, so you both take full. So as the gas continues to swirl around you, no, um, it seems like it's getting stronger. But uh, for whatever reason, this time you each only take 32 points of damage. We take, take 16. Okay. I also have resistance, so I only take eight. eight. Yep. Chris, what it is your turn. What was that damage? 30 s- 32. 32. All right. Well, there's one more door that we haven't checked, so I'll go up to that and I'll try to... If it doesn't directly open, I'm going to try to, like, bust through it or something. Uh, that is not a door. That is a... Uh, to the east? Yeah, that's not a door. That that's is not. No. A painting, it looks like, maybe? Yeah, it's it's just uh, an alcove. All like right, well, then I'll perceive dwarf. around the room to see if there's something that can stop the gas or if we're just going to, like, slowly die. Also, since resistance is a concentration thing, does that end on my turn? Um, so when you take damage, you have to roll a concentration check. So oh, it's okay, so okay. DC 10 or half the damage, whichever is higher. So for you, it'd be DC 16 to maintain that concentration. But he used it, so... Um, yeah. Well, it's a one minute, so as long as she yeah. concentrates okay. on it... So roll me, I it's, can it's a DC 16 it. Do I do that on my turn, though? You do when you take damage. Oh, so right now. Yeah, so yes. it's D, D20 plus your constitution. 15, so you lose the spell. So, Krista, you look around the room. I mean, the the mouths are open. There seems to be maybe the chairs and the doors that are warded magically, but uh, that seems to be it. I will perceive the door specifically. Okay, so that's going to be an arcana check on the door. I will arcana check the door specifically. <laughs> <laughs> I don't really have good arcana, just as a metagaming aside. Uh, that actually worked well. 20? 
20. Yeah, you actually are certain that if you, like, come at this ward a certain way, you can bypass it. Okay. Yeah, there seems to be a weakness in the spell that you're able to discern. Uh, Beefcake, it is your turn. Does she I will communicate that? that to everybody in the exact same terms that he used. Okay. And I will try to bypass this spell in those exact same terms. <laughs> so yeah, you manage to get around it, but as your hand gets through it, you realize you can't quite see where the mechanism is that's holding this door shut. So roll me a perception check, please. Okay. Fourteen? Fourteen. Uh, you aren't unsure where it is. Okay. Then as, as a free action, he's going to yell to to use the portable hole. So it is Bakoda's turn. Um, well, I think Bakoda's gonna go. <laughs> Why Bakoda pulled out his Obama voice all of a sudden? Well, what I'm going to do? <laughs> um, he's actually gonna cast Pass Wall on the door. A passage appears at a point of your choice that you can see, um, and it lasts for an hour. How deep is the doorway? How deep is the um, passage? Yes. Is yeah. that what you're asking? Yeah. It's five feet wide, eight feet tall, 20 feet deep. 20 feet oh. deep. So you Holy can't do moly. it on the door because it's magical order, but I could say that you could definitely cast it next to the door. Okay, and yes. Yeah, so you cast pass wall and in this doorway appears unobstructed. Bam. To the hallway? Yeah, to the hallway. Okay. Out to, uh, yeah, to the, to the south. Okay. I'm gonna... Take it. All right. <coughs> he comes out coughing. Uh, <laughs> minute is your turn. Thinking. <laughs> Guys, while you're in there, grab the rest of the jewels. <laughs> <laughs> and that's going to be my turn. <laughs> you're not going to go in there yourself. All right. I need Krista and I need... Oh, sorry. Something else happens first. First things swirl around uh, a buffeting wind forces everyone in the room to succeed on a DC 20 strength saving throw or be knocked prone damn so you have disadvantage on that as well double damn for, for what strength saving oh, throw oh we have saving. to just do a saving throw right now yep got it disadvantage yep Act. yikes yeah bad it's like a five or whatever so not gonna not gonna work so we're knocked prone. So you're knocked prone, and then I need you both to roll me a constitution saving throw again. Okay. It's going to be a fail. 26. 17. And it continues to get stronger and stronger as the gas continues to pour from their mouths. 39 points for both of you. I passed. You said, I thought you said 17, sorry. So no. 39 points for Krista, and then uh, 19 points for Vika. And then half of that again is... Nine. Yes. All right. Well, for my turn, I will get up from being prone. Mm -hmm. Is that a standard action? It's half, half your of your movement. movement. Okay. And then I'll leave and with you, the other half. And then you exit easily. You also have an action if you want to stab somebody. I'm not close enough to try <laughs> to get the jewels. You're not. She I'm comes sorry. out and stabs Bakoda. <laughs> Don't I'll you stab have the like column. a bonus action thing where you can get like a bunch of movement speed? 
Uh, she does. Yeah, the, your cunning action, you can use your bonus action to do uh, a dash action, so you get double your movement speed for free. So yeah. you could actually get up, pry another one out and get out, I think. Well, because it's a standard action to get up, so no. I'd have to get over there. Oh, it's half my movement, so I'd have to get over there, pry it out. And she'd only, and get, she'd only get one extra ruby, because it's interact object is with just one of them. Okay, well, yeah. I maybe. don't know. You got plenty. It just... You can feels do, you, like a bad plan, but I'll, I'll do it. <laughs> I mean, you already got us into you, this predicament, you so over. you might as well double down. You, ru you run over, down. and you, you take another ruby out of the beard of one of the dwarves. As you do so, you exit successfully from the room. You <laughs> motherfucker. <laughs> BK, I assume that you get up and you leave as well. Yeah, he's just going to get up and leave. I don't have enough movement to really do anything. All right. Bakota, it is your turn. Uh, people are managing to get out of the room, but the poison gas is coming through the doorway that you have created. Ah. Ah. It is not a concentration spell. So it lasts for an hour. Can I like, close it? I think or you can dispel. Yeah, most I spells, dispel you can them. dispel them. Yeah. It just takes your standard action to end the spell. I'm going to go ahead and just do that. Cool. Well, do you have the pinch of sesame seeds that it requires to cast that? <laughs> <laughs> oh no, we're doomed! <laughs> Don't worry, I have that uh, little spell casting bag. Yeah, that the spell components, <laughs> pouch or whatever. Does it get consumed? The the seeds, <laughs> the sesame seeds. Because <laughs> if they get consumed, you actually have to have if if the component costs money or if it gets consumed, your spell pouch can't do. Uh, it. I, I think you just need to have spell it. Pouch. Not if it gets... <laughs> yeah, yeah, in that case. Spell, spell pouch does I thought it. you were going to be like, do they get consumed? If not, I want to put them onto my bread <laughs> <laughs> for an added texture and flavor. <laughs> not one ration that we brought, even though we'll be down One of these days, we should need to go through the spell list and just see what all the spell components are and just... They get pretty ridiculous. I yeah. think for Revivify or Resurrection, it's like $1,000 worth of diamond dust. Yep. Yeah, 1,000 gold or something. Yeah. yeah. But it's just like the weird <laughs> randomness of this. It's like a pinch of sesame seeds. That's it's like it's to prevent like non-spell casters, I yeah. guess, from being able to use certain spells. Um, they don't have that spell component. I spell just have them with my you rations. Know I'm just gonna, as Travis <laughs> says, it's five E. I'm gonna make things up. You dispel the passageway yeah. and slam yeah. shut. Yeah, um, fun. And you find yourself in the hallway. Guys, Let's what was that table made out of? Did it have like any nice bow tie joints? Because <laughs> I feel like a stone bow tie joint would be pretty badass. That would be That's pretty badass. Rich mahogany. Cool. Okay. Anyway, I'm gonna look at these rubies. Um, you look at them. Look like they're worth about 200 gold pieces each. Right, that'd be worth it. How much is <laughs> how much are potions <laughs> of cure light? <laughs> uh, Fifty gold a piece. Fifty gold a piece. <laughs> so yeah, so it's eight. Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> well, if we can ever find somebody to, you know, do that. By the way, how long have we been down here? Um, you've probably been down here for like three or so hours. Okay. So we're going to take a long rest. <laughs> <laughs> Nap time. No. I think um, we only brought on, like I look one up the, ration. I got to look up the stats for a Leviathan. Let's see. Oh, let's see. <laughs> I'm going to use my uh, second wind ability to gain some health back. Okay. I'm going to regret that my stupid cat ate my eraser and not just have a bunch of squiggles. Not an eraser. It's <laughs> a little one. Thank oh, you. Oh, here's a big one. Nice. That's what I want. 
I need to buy a new one. Probably have to clean up some cat vomit when we get home. No, it was like <laughs> earlier this month. Yeah. If well, you guys want, really we could early. probably just take like a short rest, right? Because that's just like an hour of downtime. I thought we had when we were healing. No, I thought that's that, why. No, we okay. were like chugging potions. Yeah, chugging we were potions. just glug glugging. Okay. Yeah. Well, yeah, I'm down. But for I have, yeah, because I have a bunch of abilities that I get back from a short rest, and that could be useful. Okay. Boo, boo, boo. Back to where we were. Yeah, oh, other wait, people can kind doing. of explore, okay. and I, you can just assume that I am behind by five paces, <laughs> by five feet. So as you continue down the hallway, um, doop, doop, doop. it opens into another one. So Proceed you went down track. the hallway, you took a left, headed easterly, and it bent again south. And what did you roll for perception? 19. 19. So it doesn't seem like there's any traps in the hallway. You do see another offshoot that goes east again, and then you see a pair of double doors to your west at the bottom of the hallway. I got 24 because I'm actually awesome. There's still no traps that you know of. Okay. Let's look down this hallway. Trapping it up. 29. 29. Oh, 30. Uh, so you're looking to the east? Yeah. Or? Well, is this a door to my Yes. Is a door west? to your right, yeah. The door to your west, to the west, yeah. Well, I don't... Yeah, I'd like to... Rubble. Yeah, it's rubble. And then another door. That looks like a kind of entrance, like someone busted through. It's just going to go right over there. Oh, yeah. <laughs> does that... Does that... Is this a hall... I'm not walking into it, but pinging. Is that a hallway? Uh, yes, it is. Guys, there's lava. Anyway, cool. That's what I see. I see lava. <laughs> I think. There's so many doors that I just want to open all of them. Do it. I throw a dart at this door. <laughs> She's still coughing. You throw a dart at the door and it Is sticks it in the door. Tools back there. <laughs> Guys, I'm getting good at this. Is it a stone door? Uh, it is, nice. but you managed to get perfectly inside the seam of the door. Seamans hitting the seams. <laughs> <laughs> Next time we ought to draw a target on the. Oh, that's a great idea. <laughs> Just devolves into y'all playing. Like darts, darts, darts yeah. in the one shot. <laughs> She's just using like minor it. illusion to yeah. put up a dartboard. What we should do is it. we should open a portal into a room with bad guys and throw <gasps> darts in. <laughs> That's such a good idea. How much I damage does a dart do? It's like one d four. Yeah, but <laughs> not a lot. Portal open. Portal close. <laughs> portal, <laughs> portal open. Portal. Because <laughs> these really confused ancient evils. Like what is <laughs> like, happening? What? <laughs> in an effort not to set off any traps that this door might hold, I put my hole up to look through it. You put your hole up, and you see some kind of hall. Uh, it almost looks like a throne room, um, save for the throne is no longer there. You see tattered bits of various cloth that hang around the outside, and what once was probably some sort of rug down the middle. At the far end, you see a face, uh, another dwarven face, similar to the statues you saw. I guess you didn't see them. Um, but as everyone looks through the hole as well, to the statue that you saw in the other room that spewed the poison out. This one, however, is huge. It's around 15 feet wide, 25 feet tall, and its mouth is open. Inside of its mouth, there is a hammer. Fuck oh, that. Boy. Okay, guys, <laughs> I'm taking my hole off. 
not dealing with that. Let's go put a hole on this door. Wow. <laughs> I want to go grab the hammer. Don't go grab the hammer. I want to go in there. Don't go in there. I'm putting uh, a hole on this look, door. You put a hole on that door, and this door room to seems to open into where the rock slide was for the drawbridge. Yes. Okay. Guys, let's go see the lava. I don't want to deal with that. <laughs> Travis <laughs> always wants he to always put off. He always just like runs around, <laughs> it, right? hoping not to run into danger. Uh, I'm trying to make this a one shot. <laughs> <laughs> All the side quests. But yeah. there's a hammer <laughs> but this, inside this dwarven mouth. The, the giant dwarf yeah, mouth. We don't need a plus 40 hammer. I do. No, I right. don't. I want you have a flaming axe. So you want to go look at the, the lava? lava. Yeah. All right. Let's go look at the lava. As you walk around, uh, you see that this cave that went down south bends back to the west and seems to connect back to that throne room that you saw. Oh, no. Bubbling pits of lava Guys. sit both to <laughs> the west and the east. They're small and easily avoidable, but it kind of shows the depth that you've kind of reached and perhaps that you're close to some sort of fault line. <laughs> I throw a dart in it. <laughs> uh, you throw a dart in it, and you just hear like... That so cool. Wow, does that thing where he like goes to push you but then grabs you right at the last second to <laughs> the mean thing that only bullies did in <laughs> exactly. high school yeah. <laughs> I, <hate you. laughs> I thought so Cake like, was huh? like highly literal and ha- didn't have any emotion so he just pushes Sheen <laughs> <laughs> he fails his reflex save so he just pushes oh. him. <laughs> okay wow. guys I don't like this let's go do something else where um what else have we not have done we, here so we know that this goes back to back to oh, the cool. throne room do we know what this entrance is like? Is it is it covered up? Is, is it a door? Open, yeah. Uh, I mean, it seems that it bends around. It would be tough to know if it opens from where you're standing that far in the hallway. You'd have to get a little closer. Okay, he's we're, gonna we're just take it. a look around and make sure that there's not anything that looks like it's gonna cave in or cave under him. It seems as he walks. Yeah, the the tunnel uh, appears to be fairly stable. All right, he's gonna go up to the. Maybe sneak, sneak. Maybe we should come in from different angles. You want to split the party? No. He's just right here. He's going to see what, what there is to see. Where are you? Maybe this room filled with poison, too, and this was the only way they could get out was to dig this 100-foot-long passage. <laughs> Through magical metal-like stone. <laughs> yeah, they had time. <laughs> um, maybe they were immune to poison and just couldn't get out. Maybe they were constructs. Yeah. As you approach, uh, you do see that it does open right into the throne room. So we're coming in from the south we're doing tunnel it. into the throne room. Into the throne room, closer like to the actual end of the throne room, uh, very close to that head that you saw previously. I'm going to put my hole up and step through this door. Through the front? Through the front. Through the east door. I don't door. go through the back. Uh, I hate I'm this gonna, place so much. I will go up to the hammer. Wait, 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 wait. wait I'm not going to touch it. I'm don't touch it. Don't touch it. So you go up to the hammer. You notice that on the hammer... Uh, there is a symbol. The symbol matches the one that is in the middle of Beefcake's chest. Oh. Don't touch it. Don't touch it. Maybe See? we can like magically pull it to us. What? What does this mean? <laughs> I'm looking at Beefcake. Uh, he's too busy looking at the dwarven statues in the corners of the room to see. These dwarven statues that are in the corners of the room that I forgot to mention prior uh, are mundane. They okay. don't have any of those rubies. It Damn. doesn't seem to be... Like, one of them, the one in the southeastern corner, the face has kind of fallen off. 
um, and the one in the northeastern corner, it's only half of a statue. So they are in pretty bad disrepair. Okay. But kind of looking through the, the rubble and the stone of each statue, it doesn't seem like there's anything hidden within them. Okay. And it looks like the throne was like, like pushed over and shattered. Yes. Okay. Is there any way to, I mean, like, I guess I'm just trying to figure out, like, did someone just do that, like, maliciously to break that? Was it just... You would have no way of knowing. Yeah, I mean, it's that's been here for Pull so out your long. detective hat. <clears throat> I pull out my <laughs> monocle. <laughs> and I take a... I draw a chalk outline around the chair. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I'm going to reach for the hammer inside the dwarven mouth. I'm going to look under this rug and see if there's a trap door. I'm going to pull out my rapier. You reach for the hammer. Okay, I'm backing up. <laughs> As you reach for the hammer, you hear these wheels start to turn. You see that this jaw that it was sitting inside begins to move. But suddenly, as it reaches your arm, it stops. And it actually falls back. In the middle of your chest, the symbol that's housed there begins to glow. And oh, the hammer glows as well. Ooh. I'm so glad I didn't you reach You reach for out, that. you grab the hammer, and you pick it up. Yes. This hammer looks nice. Tell me about it. <laughs> so you, it is a Suriman Thrower plus three. So you gain a plus three bonus to attack and damage rolls made with this magical weapon. The weapon does one D10 plus strength damage. It has the thrown property with a normal range of 60 feet any further, and it becomes inert, only being able to move by those of Suriman descent or has been given uh, permission by someone that meets those requirements. When you hit with the ranged attack using this weapon, it deals an extra 1d8 damage. If the if the enemy is a giant, it does an extra 2d8 damage. It also contains uh, the properties of a Staff of Lightning with five charges, regaining 1d4 plus one charges per day. You can expend the charges uh, as noted below for Lightning, Thunder, Lightning Strike, Thunderclap, and Lightning and Thunder. Oh my god, it's Mjolnir. I know, I was just <laughs> thinking the same thing. Like, it, it's literally... <laughs> I just copied it. It comes back when you throw it. It's a boomerang hammer. It's definitely Mjolnir. Sweet. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah, it does come back when you throw it as well, so... Is there a trap door under the rug? There is not. I hate this room. <laughs> <laughs> cool. Well... Travis, where do you want to lead us to next? We're not done with our adventure. We pretty much only have like one other place, so let's go there, I guess. Oh wait, 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 wait! Did we inspect the face to see if there's like trapdoors and stuff? There's nothing. Okay. I this. crawl into its mouth. <laughs> oh, you should totally do that. <laughs> Play hide and seek. We went through the area by the magma, but. Directly so, north so of that was where, a set of doors where are that we haven't characters? been through yet. So wh while you all, while the players are like dragging around, can you move your characters to where you want them to be? Just so I, I'm yeah, I'm right where I want to be. Okay. So right outside of the room that we were just in with the big dwarf face, where I got this sweet Mjolnir. Wherever you go, there you are. <laughs> Alex is <laughs> in. Alex is gonna TPK us. All go back guarded. in the room. When you're with here, you you're here. So, Bakota's I mean, gonna. To do? Um, it when he passes, um, Beefcake. He's he's gonna ask. You know what the meaning of that symbol is? I think it's of the Sireman dwarves. I don't know what it means for me. 
All right. Pats him on the back <laughs> and keeps moving. Um, should we go through the north doors? I mean, do I, sorry, do I know more about you all don't. of that? Okay. All, I was going to say, I was like. reason for you being here. Yeah. Okay. And so it definitely seems that you hail from here. Yes. I hold my door. I hold my door. I hold my hole over this door. <laughs> okay. You see it the other side again. Be kick jumps through. You jump through. I too shall jump through. You also jump through. Jump through third lake. <laughs> jump through and bring it with me. As you jump through the door and you pull your portable hole through, you hear this like kind of high-pitched sound. It starts soft and then rings through the room. You realize that it's coming from each of your coins in your pockets. What do you do? I set it down right here in case it explodes. So when you set it down, the coin then takes to flight, hovers about eyeline for a moment, and then it flies straight through the pile of rubble in the north part of the room, smashing a hole through it. And then it bends, as you see, to the left, west, down, back down the hallway, um, and out of sight. Wait, do we have this door open then? Uh, that door was o- that door is open now, and the pile of rubble that previously blocked has a hole punched through it. It's only about three feet or so. All right, so Damn. just north. The rest there of your coins of are still open, and then north of that is a pile of rubble, and then a, like a drawbridge over lava. And you're saying that pile of rubble as, to the north has been busted through. Uh, about a three foot hole. The cool. rest of your coins are still making that high pitched whining sound. I'm gonna try to i'll pull out my coin and hold on to it and use it as like a guidance thing to try to see if i can like follow it you don't really feel its pull it as you take it out of your pocket it does get louder i think we go straight yeah uh how's how's the sound doing is it hurting us yet it's not hurting you it's just because you're holding it yours is louder everyone else who everyone else but shiman their coins are still singing but softer in their pockets or in the compartment Noticing that, I'll put it back in my pocket. And it gets softer. So this is not a door, to be really clear. Uh, No, it's not. So that's kind of above you. So where... uh, The the rubble ahead of you. Where did the coin punch through? It punched through that rubble. rubble It punched through this. Okay, I want to go peek through it. Okay, you can see straight through. And it's just the drawbridge. It's just the drawbridge, yeah. Throw another dart in this lava for the halibut. How many darts do you have? I've been picking them up. I've only killed Wait, two of them now. The Three, because that's Three. two lava, one disintegrated. I only one. Di- oh, that's right. I think I have twenty, <laughs> so it's fine. <laughs> that's a lot of darts. That's fair. You can just start having uh, Bakoda make you, you magic stones. Oh yeah, that's awesome. So I'll keep going north, uh, following Seaman. Okay. Is there like a trail of dust like it ran really fast through here and made like kind of a wake like a boat Just, does? It did not. Follow no. the but three foot have, holes in the stone. But you do have <laughs> oh, uh, yeah. three more coins. Boop, 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 boop. We're going to be at this junction back out in the main cave. All right. Do you want us to perceive for holes or should we just go until you're like there's a hole in the wall? Um, you can perceive. It doesn't seem like anything is a miss from the last time you were in this hallway. Perfect. What's, what are our coins doing now? They're still singing. They're still making that high-pitched okay. sound. 
But they weren't last time we were... They were. They, they've been making that. Since I've mentioned oh. the sound, they've been making that sound the whole time. So, they, like, I will... But I mean, like, when we were in this hall before. Not before, weren't. no. I'll pull out my coin. It's in my hand, and I'll open my hand. You open your hand as you do so. The coin, again, floats to about eye level, and it takes off very quickly, and it goes down the left entrance of the hallway from before. Guys, let's go Chase to that it. door. Chase run, it. Run. Chase run, it. run, run, run. A dash. Kind of fast. Yeah. All right. So we follow it westerly. As you do, you see the the bit of wall from before. Um, there is some sort of creature slumped against the wall. Oh, hello. Oh, let's go. That wasn't there before. Uh, you also hear the singing from before of the two coins coming from down the hallway. You guys want to put your stealth on? Sure. I'll give it a shot. I'm a stealth up. Beefcake waits in the back. Adjusted 20. Alright, so you stealth. How far do you want to go? I want to stealth up to here and see if I can perceive any sign of movement or undead life. Like, is it twitching? You see it's slumped against the door. It's chest rising and falling kind of a sharp wheezing it's like what do you think rogue should we throw it through the door yeah yeah i do think i okay. think we should do that let's throw it through the door should we bring like the strong people yes okay uh do you want to stealth up first and try to okay. get into like a flank position um okay. And then we'll like gesture towards everyone else to bring up the rear. Okay. 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 Let's, let's go. Stealth. Yeah, stealth. Cool. Ready, spaghetti. Okay. So, so do you, uh, we'll whisper back like, stay, stay like twenty feet behind us if you were to count. <laughs> okay. I don't know. I think you have to be like thirty feet behind before you do so a what'd stealth you roll, check. What'd you roll for stealth, by the way? Me, like a 34. Okay, and then what'd you roll? An adjusted 20. Adjusted 20. So as you approach, you just hear, I know someone's there. Please come out of the shadows. Yo, no shit. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, it must just have been the wind. Damn straight. The wind down (coughs) in this cave. (laughs) Um... Perception check to see. You it. just see a man standing there. Well, I was going to do like a sense motive type thing. Like, do they seem like a threatening character? So insight works a little differently. They have to be talking to you uh, and you have to kind of get that information from the conversation you're having. Uh, you can do okay. an investigation check. We have to kind of tell me what you're investigating. You can't be like non-specific. You can't be like, I'm investigating the scene. You're General like, investigation. Does he have like, are you, you're trying to see if he has a hidden weapon it's just the 5e things are a little more specific as opposed to like a sense motive where you can always kind of be rolling that to see if the person's lying. This one has to be, there's a lot more prerequisites for it. I would like to sense if he's going to attack us. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> you have no I clue. will. I'll just like gesture to the other people in the party just in case things go awry. We may as all may as well all be there and I will step out of the shadows. Surprise. Wait, do I? What's my charisma? Good God. I'm just like. Okay. All right, let's give it a shot. Um, 
Hello. We are travelers. That's not your accent. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe she's performing right now. Roll, uh, roll the deception check. <laughs> I was thinking so hard. Hello, about... we are travelers. <laughs> <laughs> I am American. <laughs> I was trying so hard to think of like something to say that would make sense because I hate doing like diplomacy checks. Um, hello, uh, we are here. We would like to get through this door. That would make two of us. And as you approach, he is leaning against the door. Oh, um, we believe that you can get through because you are seemingly undead. Unfortunately, my child, I am very much alive. But you're leaning against the door. So someone went in and already (gasps) unlocked it. Oh, God. Maybe. No. Damn. Just unusual considering before things were disintegrating, he is not. Is he a construct? Can I perceive if he's a construct? Yeah, what is he? So as you get closer, you kind of look him over. You see that he is bone thin, uh, the skin hanging off of his arms. You can make out like the very specific patterns of all the bones underneath. His kind of darker gray skin and his slightly pointed ears make it seem as though he is of drow descent. His golden breastplate may have once been beautiful, (laughs) uh, but is dented and is in disrepair. And he is breathing slowly and steadily, each breath more labored than the last. I think Bakoda was itching to have a conversation with him, so he's going to ask, what do you seek beyond the door, my friend? promises of a life poorly led (laughs) what do you seek beyond the door old one answers always and he's gonna be like you didn't mention your name the four of you know my name (laughs) and I know all of yours. My name is Zor. And I have but one final request. Kill me. And perhaps you will see what it is that you seek. Um, okay. Wait, 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 wait. wait. <laughs> Now you can insight, Crystal. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> I... <laughs> what? She said okay. What, demon? <laughs> She's insighting. Oh, insight. <laughs> I suppose. She's insighting. You, you want to insight when you can't, and then when you can, you don't. <laughs> Hang on. Can I tell if this guy She's from a far cancer. distance is a liar? <laughs> <laughs> all right. All right. All right. Goodness me. Uh, 18. 18. He seems to be telling the truth. He wants you to kill him, and you don't know how, but perhaps something will happen. Is he wearing a necklace? He is not. Hey, you, so you, you said that you know our names. Prove it. Oh, good test. <laughs> <laughs> and he goes, Beguiling, I know. Shemin, you're Come from far and 
Bakoda you look for? What kills the forest? Beefcake, you have found your home after so long. And he turns to Krista. He goes, but you, your reason for being here. And he raises up this almost skeletal hand and he knocks on that door behind him with the ward. What you seek is behind me. And I promise you, I will find you. Well, ah. let's get on with it. I know your name now. It's Krista. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. <laughs> this is all just the long con so Sheeman could get. He got you. That is definitely a loophole. <laughs> Another poorly named character by Crystal. <laughs> I think it's beautiful. Thank you. Oh, I thank think you. that we are all pretty inclined to acquiesce to your request. However... I do have one question. We came here just a few hours ago, and we didn't see any anything that looked like you. Yeah, where, where the have hell you, you been? Come from? Been making sure that my work is done. And he snaps his fingers, and one of the coins falls on his hands from the door, like it was kind of reverberating against it, almost magnetically. And he goes. Needed to make sure there were no more of these to stop my final journey. Can I have that back? He <laughs> flicks it to you. Bing. Hell yeah. Uh, so if we cut off your head, would it still work? Like, do you have any requests? Can we just cut shit off? Or what do you I want? have a question. All you do is don't burn me alive. Okay. Can I do it? He, uh, wa- he wants to be able to kill him. <laughs> Uh, he just loves killing. <laughs> oh boy, here I go killing again. Beep, pop, beep. <laughs> beep, pop, sure. I think if you cut his head off and like, maybe he'll carry it around. Maybe we can like play volleyball with it or something. Oh, I don't yikes. Know. We're always carrying heads around. And isn't it fun? <laughs> I'm, am I missing the point of what good he will be doing when he's dead? I have no idea. But all we know is that we try to do like an insight check. And it seems like we should kill him. You don't know how, but he promises to like be able to make it past the door behind him. Um. Okay. And and Krista was having this conversation where she incited, right? Yeah. Okay. Yes. So, uh, uh, Bakota's gonna say, and you, you trust him? Sure. As much as I trust anybody. Well then, that's not a lot. How <laughs> right? He turns to Zor and says, "Any preferences?" Speed is my preference. And I don't have any speed. I Do you guys have speed? I will. <laughs> that's a good joke. You. I don't know if you know that you made a joke because you take things literally, but I want to let you know that was a pretty good joke. You should like keep that going. Um, sheesh. <laughs> I will. Wait, wait, don't kill him. Beefcakes wants to kill him. Yeah. Okay. Don't take that. He said one. speed. Are you speedy? <laughs> I mean, I hit hard. That'll do the do the trick. All right. Go ahead and kill him. Yes. Thank you. <laughs> I thirst for blood. <laughs> yeah, Jesus. He steps up. It's concerning. Squares up the axe right against his neck. Ugh. And then he... 
pivots all the way back and just roll to attack. Okay. Um, that is a twenty-nine to hit. That's a hit. <laughs> roll damage. You have to roll damage. Oh my god. Okay. <laughs> oh my god. Okay. Twenty-three <laughs> points of damage. Um, you take his head clean off. Oh, thank God. When you cut his head off, worms erupt from his stump. I freaking hate this place. You son of a bitch. His body disintegrates and the tattered clothing and the golden breastplate kind of melt to nothing. The worms start working their way at the door all around the edge, slowly encompassing it. And then they keep trying and they keep wriggling and pushing. Eventually, one seems to get some purchase and pushes its way through. Can I grab one? As it does, the door... Like you see the dust around it move and it lowers into the ground, disappearing. You can reach out and try and grab one of those worms. Okay. Did we just kill Oogie Boogie? As you grab one of the worms... (laughs) You feel beneath your skin as if other worms that have been waiting. No. <laughs> Is it an undead worm? That's it, really what I want to know. Uh, roll me, uh, I think it's a religion check. Is there such a thing as an undead worm? Oh, yeah. yeah there is. A 15. 15. It is an undead worm. Fuck this. Throw oh, it back. Oh, the worms you get go to throw because it. they're undead. You, you go to throw it, and it doesn't leave your hand. You go back to check and it's burrowed into your hand. Yeah, Jesus. Oh. I hate this place. <laughs> Use a dart and pry it out. You now oh, have yeah. uh, something that's worth noting. It's a special stat thing called Favored of the Worm. So add that to your sheet. And you said the golden breastplate and stuff melted away, too. It's all melted, yeah. Damn it. <laughs> Treasure. Treasure. Do you think the worms I like buried, gold. Uh, burrowed and created these tunnels down here? Oh, that's a good idea. Yeah, yeah. That makes sense. <gasps> so the door Big falls, reveal. and you see the water that was running behind it from before. To the west, as you walk through, to your right, uh, there is a large waterfall that runs under. At first, it comes down and then runs under a bridge, and a successive number of waterfalls continue to flow to the east. You see to the east on your left an obelisk that stands on an island, uh, a shallow stream flowing on either sides, and various caves that wind through and around. Uh, does the water look rushing enough that we have to be careful? It does not. Though the waterfall that is uh, in the west part of the room seems large, uh, whatever it falls into seems to slow the flow down to doesn't seem still but it seems strange that it isn't flowing quite as fast as it should be guys i think a bunch of little dwarf kids made a like little dam you know how children do that <laughs> yeah. just like regular yeah. beavers don't exist in this world <laughs> yeah. yeah it's little dwarf kids i'm i'm sick of this place <laughs> i'm just I'm, I'm gonna go see what's up with this this is this is you just not walking normal. right up the waterfall. <laughs> just going upstream, it's fine. Okay, what's up with this random thing? Is there like a, is there like a really cool, is it? Yeah, I'm talking to myself. Is there like a? Uh, let's see. I bet there's like a little little cave thing behind the waterfall. Oh. Throw a dart okay. at it. 
And um, <laughs> while he's checking up the waterfall, um, Bakoda's just w- looking around the other side of the opposite bank. Yeah, on the opposite bank, there just seems to be some caves. Uh, the caves probably house more vaults uh, that may have uh, held coins at some point in time. but uh, Or perhaps they were where the coins were kept until they were moved to the outer vaults. Mm-hmm. But they are empty. Is there a cool cave behind the waterfall? There is not. Oh. Then why the heck is this so slow? Ugh. <laughs> this place is so confusing to me. Okay, <laughs> fine. Guys. I'm gonna There's no cool cave. Cock the wagon and fjord the river. Okay. Yeah, you lose a clock and oh. your cousin. Oh. <laughs> and 700 pounds of meat. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, you shouldn't have spent all of your money <laughs> hunting. Yeah. <laughs> you killed 35 buffalo and 75 deer. You can only take 100 pounds back to the wagon. You are a sociopath. <laughs> right. <laughs> so you uh, guys want to go touch the obelisk? Go, go, go. Yeah, let's cr- I definitely want to look at it. I mean, yeah, do you want to try to cross the river and see if there's a way to get down to the obelisk without having to go down a waterfall? I, I mean, how how big is the waterfall? Did we go look at it? No, you didn't. Uh, the one I'm to the east is a small waterfall. It's maybe about He's five to ten going to hop down. All right, Bakoda hops down. Bam. And, uh, yeah. yeah, you splash around, but otherwise you are unencumbered by the waterfall. You guys ready for this? Whee! <laughs> Does Sirenscape have a like Splash. water splash? Are we sound? swimming or Sirens. are we just? You're not. You're about okay. knee deep in the okay. water, and the water is not moving fast enough to even really like outside of the way that you feel when you wade towards normal water. It's not pushing you anywhere. It's not really doing anything to can you. Can you get onto this island where the obelisk is? You can, can. You, like, stand on it. Okay. Yeah. So you go to the obelisk and you see at the base of it there is an altar. In the altar there is a necklace. The necklace has six or so different beads on them. Uh, There seems to be a bead of aquamarine, a bead of jade, a bead of amber, a bead of coral, a a black pearl, and a citrine. Um, As you walk up and as Shiman walks around, he notices something. He notices kind of symbols that are reminiscent of his monastery. And uh, that's what you see. Oh, jeez, guys. This is weird. It's like my monastery's in here. Dude, you, you shouldn't touch anything. It's going to blow up and we're going to die. Do, do we want to like... sense for traps? Yeah, yeah, that's a good idea. Yeah, that's a good idea. <laughs> <laughs> that's a perception check. Yep. Mm. And, um... 24? 24. There are no traps. Sheeman, I keep wanting to call you Poe. Sheeman, you... <laughs> Um, do you say anything about what you've noticed? Yeah, guys, oh. this place is bad news. There's like that's all. Okay. Well, and I talked about how there ruins, and I don't know if I said anything about my monastery, guys. It's like they know me. Yeah, I said that. I said they know us. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> He's like slowly losing his mind down <laughs> <Right>. here. <laughs> yeah. Do you belong to an evil monastery? <laughs> right. I, don't, I don't understand. No, it's the fact that that my monastery, which is a good monastery. And then there's all this creepy shit down here. <laughs> it's like, it's like they tainted it. Um, I sense for traps, and there are not traps on the necklace. And since we may have almost died last time, I will look to the others for approval before removing the necklace. <laughs> <laughs> Try um, and be a good person. Bakota's gonna leave like a pebble or something, a non his a kagur, 
It's all his occur. No, but like it's one that he brought in from the outside, just like leave a little, <laughs> like a swaparoo. Just Indiana like a little, yeah. just like yeah, a little exactly. offering. You're gonna like oh. weigh him in both hands <laughs> no. and like do that thing where you wipe your brow and adjust your fedora. He's just trying to be nice. Okay. So Why don't you create some magic like stones? I'll, I'll give offering. you some ball bearings. I have a thousand, so I'll give you three. Six. Don't need one. He just leaves like a fucking stick. Okay. <laughs> and, then, and then he's going to make way and say, feel, feel like Shemin. Maybe you need to take a moment with it. Go for it, Rogue. I know how much it means to you. To steal shit. <laughs> <laughs> uh, wait, so this is specifically really for Sheeman? Yeah, probably. It has to. Yeah, maybe. Ugh, I don't know. I mean, the hammer was meant should, for me, yeah. and I grabbed I that. I think you should grab without that. Without incident. And the rubies were meant for me. Are you trying to goad Krista into getting her arm cut yeah, off or I'm something? Yeah, I'm pretty sure he <laughs> is. I promise I'm not <laughs> trying to goad you. I promise. Travis hates traps so much. He no, does, I promise that I'm not even worried about traps anymore. You know there's no don't trap. You, I just know how much it means to you to I, steal shit. Why don't you use your ninja fork to pick it up? All right. I, <laughs> That's such a good idea. All right. What do, we, what do I have? Okay, fuck it. If you're going to take so long, I'm just going to pick it up. <laughs> take him forever. Thank God. <laughs> So Shimon grabs it. He, he takes forever, and then he's like, "Okay." Uh, Shimon grabs it. Sick of this conversation. When you grab it, um, they glow in your hands, and you realize that these are monk prayer beads. You've heard of them, but you haven't seen them before. These prayer beads can be used by any individual that can make magical unarmed strikes, thanks to their adept training in the martial arts. The small necklace has six beads that can be used once a day and each bead contains a spell that you can cast from it as a bonus action. Each spell is cast at 6th level, and uh, the save DCs are 18. So each different bead corresponds to a different spell. Uh, there's one spell in particular where you can uh, summon something, and that stat block, stat block is attached here for your reference. Yeah. Hmm. So everybody gets a special weapon if Except we find you. them. I got the rubies. <laughs> 400 gold worth of rubies. Hell yeah. <laughs> An ancient Mjolnir. Yeah, we have like a plus three Mjolnir. Dragon crazy, crown. yeah. And then ancient dragon shape change. And let's crystal. go find a lake. Maybe there's like a lady in the lake that wants to bestow stuff upon us. A lady comes out of the lake and gives Beefcake a sword. Damn. Yes. You're like, God damn it. <laughs> this is my mountain. Uh, sh- well, shall we continue onward? Let's let's continue. In in which direction? Uh, to the right, of course. I see steps. You walk around uh, in the caves to the east. Uh, you walk through the rooms. You walk around the tunnels. There's nothing else really of interest. So we need to go back up the waterfall. That's the only direction of interest. Yes. Got it. Onward we go. Climbing up the waterfall. <laughs> Heavy-handed. Don't. Go chasing waterfalls. waterfalls. All right. Uh, so we climb back up the waterfall that we just jumped down. Right. How tall is the other one to the west? Uh, so the the first one that you come to, it's, it's taller than the one you crossed. It's about 20 feet or so high. Uh, there's plenty of protruding stones. You think you would be able to climb it with relative ease. Okay. I'm going to climb it with relative ease. And so you climb it with relative ease. <laughs> uh, could you throw a rope down? 
No, and then he keeps walking. Pagoda's <laughs> just gonna go. He for doesn't it. have a rope. <laughs> Sheesh. <laughs> Onward we climb. Everyone manages to climb up. Um, Sheeman's following. He's just reading the player's handbook <laughs> <laughs> about all these spells. There's so many spells. Yep. And then to the left, uh, there seems to be an opening, like a cave opening. Yeah. Again. So. Um, the way that it comes to the left is that the shore eases down and then it kind of grades up and then it wraps around onto that stone bridge. That stone bridge grades up about 45 degrees and it comes to a cave mouth. This cave mouth has the exact same dwarven uh, facade as the hammer that you went through earlier, except for this time it's around 30 feet wide and 100 feet tall. Looks like there's stairs kind of going up around the back and up top of that. Is there anything up there? I mean, from where you're standing, it doesn't seem to be anything of interest. I think we should check it can out. We it check looks the like... bridge for integrity. Oh, yes. Uh, you can. Um, I have no idea how you do that here. So make a perception check. <laughs> yeah, because I have like engineering and Because in that 19, so. Bridge looks fine. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> that is one solid bridge. It's very pebbly. Bakota, you uh, you want to go for it? Yep, he's just going. He's going across the bridge. He's going to stop at the other side. All right, you stop at the other side. Nothing happens. I shall follow and say, um, Shaman, would you like to check out the uh, the waterfall? Hell yeah. Um. Okay. Wait, am I checking out the top? Oh, there's a big waterfall. <laughs> Hell yeah. Okay. Beefcake's gonna work. Is there a secret the cave? There's not. Okay, this place sucks. Hi, jump. <laughs> How deep did I sense it was down here? Uh, quite. Maybe 10 or 20 feet. It gets oh, yeah. a lot deeper. It seems to stop inside of a larger pool. I'm a monk. Cannonball! <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say, just, just in case we need to run out and bail, <laughs> I'm gonna jump into the waterfall. Okay, as until someone makes a decision, I'm doing crazy I'm flips gonna... and stuff <laughs> off of this. Well... Can you run on ceilings, too, or is it just walls? Um, I think I can run on ceilings. That was just a a totally random question, because (laughs) you're running around like a madman. No, only vertical. (laughs) Okay. Um, Let's let's go into this uh, welcoming chasm of a mouth. As you walk, the stairs go down, uh, and they continue onwards for some time. I continue onwards for some time. All right. Well, that's what you're doing. The I didn't know end. Okay. <laughs> we had someone, we had two people looking at stuff. We had some guy doing backflips through a water ball. So I didn't know what everyone else is yeah, doing. Yeah. We, <laughs> I, I follow behind. You're the ones telling me you're doing all this other stuff. Fucking keep going. Paul's <laughs> <laughs> ahead of us by half an hour. Right. <laughs> you find what looks like a war forge that uh, probably could have used your help a half hour ago that has been <laughs> murdered outright. All right. Look at all of his cool weapons he has. As you continue onwards, you reach uh, kind of this darker area. Um, the sound of rushing water has been far left behind. In the middle, you see four dwarves back to back, swords extended, shields out, um, and there seems to be some writing below them. Behind them is another sarcophagus, a smaller one that you've seen before with two stone warriors on either side. I'll go, I'll go check out the dwarf statue. Yeah. And perceive 
As you walk up, you it. see that it has writing. Do you speak dwarvish? No. So it's kind of like on the door before. It's a little tough to make out because it's in this ancient kind of dwarvish dialect. As Shimon kind of reads through, he gets the general idea. It says things like, you know, fallen, great warrior, once king. But what's really stands out is there's a speak of evil and there's another word that you recognize and it's walks and worms oh no um i'm glad that we have all this information just so you know i only can speak and understand all languages not read them but i just realized that so You figure it out. <laughs> There's like pictures or something. <laughs> Someone like makes like <laughs> phonetically says it to you and then <laughs> allows you to understand it. And you're like, oh yes, of course. Oh yes, this makes sense. <laughs> oh, of course, of course. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, Bakoda would like to cast detect magic on the statue. Uh, there is no magic coming from the statue. What's the radius on the detect magic spell? Um, it's 30 feet, so I you guess I should feel determine. Some... Yeah. Would it be 30 feet only towards one object? I think it depends on where you cast it. So. Okay, so I think that he would like to go between the sarcophagus and the, and the statue, and that way if he yeah. can, he would like to cast it. You feel magic coming from the sarcophagus, but not from the statue. Okay. As... You cross the threshold of the first set of statues, and as Krista joins you, um, suddenly materialize four ghostly figures that come out of the walls, from the columns, and it's everyone's favorite time to roll for initiative. Ah! You said four, but there are five on the map. There are five that appeared. (laughs) (laughs) They're by by four, get one free. Secret. Dakota got a 19. Seaman with that set. Sheeman with that seventeen. Eighteen and eight for the first round. God damn it! I hate this thing and how every <laughs> time somebody enters something, we should just wait for Alex. It's like a competition. <laughs> it's like a competition. Like, yeah, yeah, it really is. I like, I like the competition. Oh, I hate it. <laughs> and then at the end, everybody's like, Sierra. Sierra. <laughs> I've been trying this whole time. I'm trying, damn it. Be better at inputting initiative. Uh, Alex is rolling, so. What? Yeah, we're we're like waiting for him to attack us. Because ni- he's at the a, top of the initiative Does a 19 order. hit, Krista? Hit me? So there's five ghosts. They're also kind of spread around the room. There is one to the uh, southwest, northwest, north, northeast, and southeast. The one that is in the southwest corner that was closest to the southernmost stone uh, warrior statue moves up, outstretches a single incorporeal finger, and tries to, to touch me. You. No, no touch. Uh, 19 bad, does bad not touch, hit. Bad touch. And then so the, one in the, south, incorporeal. the one from the southeast uh, moves to behind Beefcake and tries to do the same thing. Uh, 25. Oh, that hits exactly. That's 28 points of necrotic damage. Damn it. It is now Bakoda's turn. Oh, I need you to make a constitution saving throw as well. Uh, just me? Uh, no, uh, Beefcake. Me? Yep. 20. 20. You felt suddenly like this life was being drained out of you, but 
you manage to kind of fight it back. All right, Pakoda, it is your turn. Can I try to cast Earthbind uh, on these guys? What is what is, I don't know what the spell does. What does it do? Choose one creature within range. Yell strips of magical energy loop around the creature, and the target must see it on a strength saving throw. Or and its flying speed is reduced by zero feet during the spell's duration. What does it make? Does it? What does it give a condition? Uh, an airborne creature affected by the spell. Uh, oh, it gives. Is it flying? Is the are these the specters? The flying, flying? Is they're kind of hovering. Yeah, yeah reduced oh. to zero. So then. They wouldn't be able to go anywhere. This this works pretty well. They yeah. have a zero speed, oh. but a sixty fly speed, so hey. that would prevent them from moving. <coughs> so, bam! Uh, I knew that, and that's why strategically. <laughs> strength saving throw, you said. Yes. yes, that is the best one to do as well. They have a minus two to strength. Ooh, do they do it right now or at the beginning of their turn? It's right now because she casts a spell. Yeah. Cool. It's a natural two, so that's a yes. an adjusted zero. So which I'm one? Which one I did you d- cast I have it to on? double check, but I think that's a fail. Um, that is a fail. It is the one by. Let's see. <laughs> I'm gonna do the one that's that's closest to me, probably. So the one that's up there by the sarcophagus. This one up here. Yeah. There. Mm-hmm. All right. So he is he is bound in place and cannot move. Right. <laughs> Thanks, everyone. <laughs> I go home. <laughs> <laughs> it's that wraith's turn. He is bound in place and cannot move. So it kind of just screeches uh, and is unable to do anything else. You've effectively taken him out of the battle for the next minute. Ooh, I did a thing. Krista, it is your turn. Uh, if I go to attack it, does that count it as sneak attack damage because it's like flat-footed or... No, no. It, has to be, or it has to be someone next to it. It's the only condition. Yeah. I'm surprised. Well, all right. If I move out of attack range of the one I'm currently next to, I incur whatever it is. Surprise attack? If it has its reaction, still, okay. yes. Um, I will move around the back of it here to try to create an opening in case anyone wants to come in so that we can get sneak attack damage later. You don't even have to flank them. They just have to be within melee range. Yep. Yeah, that's But fair. we are playing with flanking rules, though, so if you're yeah. directly opposite, you get advantage you get on advantage. attacks. Mm-hmm. I don't think there are flanking rules. It's, it's an optional. It's an optional rule in the uh, D- D- DM DMG. guide. Yeah, it's either DMG or PHP. But I, I don't think, think it's I don't not the PHP. Yeah, it's, it's, it's the Dungeon sure. Master's guide. Yeah, there's flanking optional rules. Cool. And more rules equals more fun. I'm oh, just kidding. <laughs> I mean, I mean, I uh, I'm not gonna complain about it. Yeah, so. no, no complaints. All right, I am attacking with my rapier, so I'll pull that out okay. as I move around the back of the. Southwestern baddie. Okay. And one that attacked you before. That's going to be, yes, that's going to be a 26 to hit. That's a hit. And I will do that with Booming Blade. Okay, so it has Booming Blade cast on it, so if it moves, uh, it will incur that damage. 14 damage. All right, this is uh, Shiman's turn. I run, do a flavor flip over the statue. Flavor flip? Run up. Does this <laughs> count as flanking? It does. Yeah. And I'm going to punch him. Oh, I get a 21. You can roll with advantage, so you can roll twice. Okay. In just case you get a natural 20. Nope, no natural 20. 21 hits, though. 13 magic damage? All right, yeah, it all seems to go through. Do I feel like it did extra because it might be vulnerable to magic damage? It is not vulnerable to magic damage, no. Okay. But uh, it seems if it wasn't magical, it wouldn't have done anything. Mm-hmm. Do we get extra damage from flanking? 
Uh, no, no, you just have a better chance to hit. I'm going to pull out my ninja tor- turtle fork, <laughs> seeing that my magic damage didn't do anything extra. Get greater than 21, and do a solid 7 damage, and then I use a key point to punch him more! Get punched! 21 again, and do 9 damage. And then, last punch of the day, twenty or at least of the action, eight more damage. Eight more damage. Yeah, you're punching the bejesus out of it. Beefcake, it is your turn. Oh boy, <coughs> he's going to whisper sweet nothings into his shield, which is the command word, and it flies off his arm and circles him. I just imagine being like sweet nothing, and then <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's what causes it to start flying around. Yep. And then um, he's gonna swing with his great axe. Uh, 23 to hit. It's a hit. 23 points of damage. All right. Second attack. This is that is a critical strike with a natural 18. Woo! There you go. 38 points of damage on that crit. Boop, oh boop. my gosh. <coughs> Third attack. <laughs> uh, 17 to hit. It's a hit. Oh. 18 points of damage. Fourth attack. Uh, natural 15, so 27 to hit. And that is 23 points of damage. Yeah, you, you do a number on it. It's still standing. Um, so it is now the one in the north, the northern parts of the room flies down to Bakoda. He, he yells, come at me, bro, at it. <laughs> Intimidate check. <laughs> I think that's a full, that's a standard <laughs> action. It's going to go ahead and try to attack Bakoda. Uh, 28. Hit. Hit. <coughs> and it does. That's 25 points of damage. And then can you what roll kind? me? Uh, it's necrotic. And then can you roll me a constitution saving throw, please? Natural 22. You oh. feel pretty okie dokie. <laughs> nice. It is now the one that is in the southeast corner. It's going to float down and go to attack Shaman. But the flanking rules are double edged sword. Natural 18. So it's a 28 on Shiman. So I assume that hits? Yeah. Okay. You have a 28 AC? Uh, if I choose to use my reaction uh, to oh. defensive wow. like, duel it. Nice. Yeah, I was like, Damn. you have a 28 AC? God damn. That's uh, 30 <laughs> points of damage. Roll me a constitution saving throw, please. <laughs> also a natural 20. Right, That's crazy. No fun. <laughs> <laughs> All right. It's one of these days. It Did you say 31 points? Um, 30. It's my second turn. Oh, sorry. Krista, no, it's it okay. Turn. It's tough to see on the turn order when there's so many bad guys. Um, so I'm going to take my second turn. We'll just have to kill them all, right? <laughs> and with now that I'm in flanking with the one that I'm right next to, oh, yeah. I, I guess I'll just like cast Booming Blade again, just for good measure. Use my advantage for flanking. And yeah, that wasn't great. Gonna be a twenty-five to hit. That's a hit. All right. It's not great. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so I get sneak attack damage. Yeah, so I get to use roll. What are your 20. expectations of a great roll? <laughs> well, I only rolled a. Tw- I rolled like a twelve. Well, I think in but the it's a Catherine, plus people thirteen. People have like ACs of like forty-three. For my yeah. Bonus. yeah. So that's the odd part. Okay. 
Yeah, that's the thing about like Pathfinder versus D and D is like everything scales up like AC and attack bonuses and stuff, but in D and D they don't. Yeah, yeah, health scales and health. A little bit of damage. No, it's gonna be no damage doesn't even really scale. Damage, and then if you choose to move, you get thunder damaged. So well, forty-one points of damage. You definitely uh, do something to it. So it's it's turn again, and it's going to try and grab at Krista. It's twenty-four to hit. Rolling rocks. It is. I have uncanny dodge just to mention. So. Um. Yeah. That's. That just means you can't be surprised. It says, when an attacker that you can see hits you with an attack, you can use your reaction to have the attack's damage. Okay. So good. So. so the damage is 29, so that will be 14. Sweet. Um, Roll a constitution saving throw. Yes, please. Pass. Dodge. <laughs> Do you even roll anything? <laughs> <laughs> oh, yikes. That's a natural two. You f- Four or six. <laughs> as it reaches into you for the first time, between your compatriots, uh, the evil not only harms the very cells in your body, but you feel it zap your strength. Your overall hit points are reduced by 14 permanently. Oh, like yeah. Permanently? No. Perma- <laughs> but till you take a long until rest. Until I level up. Until you take a long Yeah, until yeah. you level up. <laughs> Uh-oh. <laughs> that rare 21st level. <laughs> so whatever your hit points are at now, that is your hit points, period. Because that was the first time you've taken damage, right? Yes. Okay. So then <laughs> Sorry, that was confusing. <laughs> I reduced my I reduced you? my hit point ceiling by fourteen. Perfect. Perfect. Uh the one in the northeastern corner is still bound to the earth thanks to Bakota. Bakota, it is your turn. Bakota would really, really like to cast confusion on the being next to him. Okay. Um, so that is a wisdom saving throw. Immune to all these different things, but they're not <laughs> immune to, s- to confusion. <laughs> Perfect. Uh, wisdom saving throw, you said? Yeah. Oh, crumb snacks. An 11 that fails. Yes! <laughs> woo, woo, woo. Okay, so I roll a, t- a d10. Let's see what we got. A four, a four. So then the effect is... Its brain explodes and it dies. <laughs> That'd be cool. The creature doesn't move or take actions this turn. Nice. <laughs> Sierra's slowly crippling them. <laughs> that would also allow you to move away from it yeah. without it getting an attack of opportunity because that's a... Well, oh, it can't take actions, which is different than the reaction, so probably never mind. Uh, it can't take... What, what would you say it couldn't do? It d- doesn't move or take actions this Yeah, turn. actions. This is oh. an attack action, yeah. movement action, reaction. Yeah. That's kind of like... Reaction? Uh, okay, um... So it is now the one next. I, I kind of screwed this up, but it's all right. The one next to Beefcake is going to try to attack. So wait, really quick. I have a question about okay. that since uh, it, it, it takes up to one minute, or it can take up to one minute. Does um, Probably rolls a saving throw on each of its turns. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The be- uh, we'll determine, roll a d10, the start of each turn to determine its behavior for that turn. Okay. Yeah, so I just have to keep trying to roll wisdom saving throw. So you... And it's up to a minute. Man, these spells, you just, you're just taking them out left and right to make them useless. Uh, <laughs> the one behind Beefcake goes and try to, tries to attack. Uh, 25 to hit. Again, right on the money. Uh, 35 points of damage. And roll me a constitution saving throw, please. Sweet baby Jesus. Okay. 
Natural 20. <laughs> nice. That's amazing. For a 31. That 20 is for all. Fails. <laughs> uh, uh, Krista, it is your turn. All right. I shall swing at the one that keeps tapping me and messing me up. Still got that flanking bonus. Come on. That is a 29 to hit. That's a hit. All right. 53 damage. Go down. Stay down. (laughs) He's he's still up. Come on. Uh, Shiman, it's your turn. Uh, What is your booming blade if it moves? Voluntarily moves. moves. Yeah, Yeah, you can't. I think we had this discussion before. Yeah, you can't push push it. it. I got a natural 20 when I'm stabbing <laughs> with <laughs> my pokey knife. Oh, yeah. 20 points of piercing damage. And which one are you attacking? Uh, the flanking one. All right. With and you manage to, you shove your Ninja Turtle Fork straight through yes. its head and it dies. Or I guess it becomes non-existent. I do a sweet spiral to punch with my Ninja Turtle Fork without advantage, the one that's also next to me, and <laughs> I probably don't hit, I got an 18. Uh, that's a hit. You guys are weak. <laughs> they're, they're ghosts. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you think it'd be hard to hit them. Talking so much shit. 10 damage, um, and then <laughs> I will use weak. They're ghosts. <laughs> a key point to keep on whacking, but now I'm punching. To key pawn whacking. Whacking. Get it? 19. 19. Oh, not a lot of damage. Seven points of damage. And a 17. That's it? Wow. Really? Eight points of damage, and it's going to make a dexterity saving throw. Oh. Oh, stop making my guys (laughs) trip. (laughs) Hang on, it actually has a really high dex, so let's see. Uh, 19. Oh, it's a tie. So uh, it is okay. And yeah. now I'm going to use my mo- oh, I'm gonna use my movement this way to get into a potential flanking. Wow, nice. Uh, Beefcake, it is your turn. Uh, he's going to swing at this incorporeal ghost in front of him again. Twenty-one hit. That's uh, a hit. Twenty-one points of damage. Nice. I mean, boo. Is he? Is he Still kicking. Still kicking. Okay. Second attack. Uh, 25 to hit. 22 points of damage. All right. Natural one. Uh-oh. Oh. Uh-oh. And you miss. Yep. Um, there's no There's no fumbles. Ah. So it is now the confused Wraith's turn. Uh so you roll a d10 again to determine its action. And then at the end of its turn, it makes a wisdom saving throw to try to end the effect. Okay. So does Sierra roll it or do I roll it? I roll it. I don't know. You can have her roll it. I want to have her okay. roll it because it's more fun. Okay. Sierra roll a d10. Okay. That would be a nine. The creature can, can move and act normally. Yeah. Aww. Aww. Uh, it goes to try to attack Bakoda. That doesn't seem very confused. confused. Natural one. Oh, ha. he's confused. <laughs> <laughs> and then, hang on, I got my wisdom saving throw. 18? Uh, 18, yeah. 18? 18. 18, so it manages to break free of the confusion. Ah, bummer. bummer. Um, 
So it is the Wraith just below Sheeman. He's going to try to attack. That is 12. <laughs> Deflect him with my fist. All right. <laughs> uh, it is now um, the Wraith next to... So I got the order kind of mixed up last time, but it's the Wraith next to Beefcake's turn, and it goes to attack. That is 23. Miss. All right. It is now Bakoda's turn. Okay. Um, Bakoda would really like <laughs> to polymorph this wraith that's right next to him. <laughs> if that's oh my God. possible. So I would like to polymorph him into a, a chicken. <laughs> We're <What>? hungry. <laughs> um, okay. Okay. <laughs> You know what? That seems fun. What do I have to do? Okay. Let's see if you. It, it will be, for the record, it will be a ghost chicken. It will be a oh, ghost nice. chicken. Spooky chicken. Spooky uh, chicken. Okay. What? Um, it has to make a wisdom saving throw. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> it fails. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so it assumes the hit points of its new form. Yes. <laughs> Which is a level one chicken. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep. The creature is limited in all its actions it can perform. Um, yeah, I, and no gear, obviously. <laughs> so. Well, it's not. I think it's, I think it's pretty self-explanatory. It's literally just a chicken. It yep. still has incorporeal traits because I said it was a ghost chicken. Yeah. <laughs> Better look so. up the stats for a chicken. <laughs> <laughs> I did. It has an armor class of ten. Hit points that are yes, two. Yes, I have it. <laughs> Two hit points. <laughs> it can fly and walk, though. Watch out. <laughs> can you just stop? See, on can it? I try to like kick it, uh, <laughs> or is that? That was your action. That was your okay. action. Okay. Uh, I wasn't yeah. sure if what I got level like... spell is a polymorph. Polymorph is a fourth is a level. Four. That's so broken. Well, <laughs> true, true polymorph is even better though. Yeah, just so you all know, if it goes to zero hit points, it comes back to its normal thing. Oh, does okay. it? I thought it dies. No, if the creature reverts as a... When the creature reverts to its... No when it reverts to its normal form, the creature returns the number of hit points it had before. So I... Oh, if it reverts as a result of dropping to zero points, any excess damage carries over into its normal form. How long? So, you're right. <laughs> How long, long is it a chicken for? Um, one hour. One hour. <laughs> yeah. So just don't... Just so don't, it's good you didn't kick it. Just don't bug it. Yeah, you're just, right. Yeah, you're leave, right. It, leave it till the end. <laughs> Hang on. As long as the excess <laughs> creature's damage doesn't reduce its creature's normal form to zero hit points, it isn't knocked unconscious. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> All right, so we have uh, that poor, first it was confused, now it's a chicken, now it's probably confused, but not <laughs> as a result more of a confused. spell. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, it is the third round where that wraith is still earthbound. Krista, it is your turn. All right, Krista's going to come up next to the wraith that is next to Sheeman and I will come in for flanking attack I like doing those get that sweet sweet get advantage that sweet sweet rapier and thunder booming ba blade <laughs> nailed it Woof. was a bad roll 20 that's a hit alright thank god for that rapier 47 how about <laughs> <laughs> he turned, dog. His, turned his token into a chicken. <laughs> <laughs> you did 47 points of damage? Yes, I did indeed. And that will be my turn. All right, Shimon is your turn. 
Ninja Turtle 4. 23. That's it. 10. Damage. Chickens can't even attack. <laughs> no claw. No claw, claw, peck. No. How much was that damage? I'm sorry. It was 10. 10, thank you. Thank you. And then 9 more damage. 9 more damage. And. Uh, yeah, I'll do Flurry of Blows. I'll punch him. You can't speak unless it's your turn, chicken. <laughs> <laughs> no metagaming. You, you bite your tongue. 12 <laughs> points of damage. And then a twenty. No, that's a... Plus 10. A 22. Does that hit? 22? That hits, yeah. Okay. And then it will only take a measly five points of damage, but it will do a dex... Oh, it likes dexterity saving Well, it's throws. just better at it than wisdom saving throws. Yeah. Well, there's a handful of other things I can do, but 18. lame. Oh, get knocked prune. Get knocked prune. <laughs> they are immune to that condition. Because they, they fly. Because they, they hover. Um, hover beefcake. right there. Beefcake, it is your turn. <laughs> beefcake. Swing. Uh, 18 to hit. Yep. Boom, we roll that. 23 points of damage. And you cleave the spectral form in twain. Yes. And then he's going to move and attack the other one. And is this considered flanking? Uh, indeed it is. Per the rules that I'm making. Natural up. 20. <laughs> that's, uh, that's bad. <laughs> 31 points of damage. All right. So that was my second attack. Third attack. Uh, 26 to hit. Okay. 18 points of damage. Oh, it's looking bad, but it's still there. Fourth attack. 20 to hit. That's a hit. 25 points of damage. And you yes. cleave that one also in twain. I and still have a little bit of movement left. Yeah. Do we just want to gang up on this chicken and then go for the earthbound guy? <laughs> sure. Uh, Let's just kill this chicken. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So I'm going to spend the rest of my movement because I was there, so five. Uh... 25. I'm going to go here. That's my <laughs> movement. Make sure to flank the chicken. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And then uh, uh, as my free action, I say, winner, winner, chicken dinner. Winner, <laughs> <laughs> winner, chicken dinner. And, and the chicken makes a break for it. <laughs> He's not in any danger yet. What? We get a reaction. Absolutely, you do. Well, uh, I yeah. don't. But Bakoda and Beefcake both do. So let's see if you both hit it first. I wonder. <laughs> do you get flanking with reactions? No. No. I'm gonna say no. I'm gonna say yes. I'm gonna take it. <laughs> and our five E making up rules. Twenty-seven to hit <laughs> the chicken. And Twenty-two to hit. <laughs> Those both hit. <laughs> Eighteen points of damage. All right. Bakoda? Yeah. It was 1d8 plus 4, which is 5. 5. And you just hear it go, burr, burr, and it transforms <laughs> as it tries to leave. Uh, and you have the sentinel ability, so that means if you hit something as it tries to leave as a reaction, it stops moving completely, right? Yes, it does. So. Uh -huh. yes. That's awesome. All right. Uh, it's back. Bakoda, it is your turn again. All right. Now I'm going to cast Staff of the Python. Um, 
Kate turns into a giant boa constrictor, and it, um, on my turn, I can command the snake, and then I think it takes on its own initiative. Initiative. Sounds good. I'm going to give you a snake. 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 I command the snake to attack. Attack. Snake. Attack. Snake. Snake. Okay, so to for it to attack. Okay, so control. So that's your turn, so it's its turn now. Right. I'm just trying to figure out what um, its attack is. Does it have the same attack as the... I assume it's a python. Oh, oh, so, okay, just the normal creature python. Yeah. Okay. I'm getting it, I'm getting it. Staff becomes a giant constrictor snake. Snake, wow. Oh, so it's... Giant constrictor So it's huge. Snake. Yeah. Cool. Oh. Oh, yeah. You better huge increase beast. the size of that snake. <laughs> um, I'll have to put it over here because it's a huge creature. It takes up a 15 by 15 foot square. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> Good God. <Woo! laughs> Amazing. And it has some... It ha- All right. All right. I instruct <laughs> him to attack the, the guy in front of me who I have named Steve. <laughs> attack Steve. Attack Chicken Steve. Attack. I like how you named the opponent, but you didn't name your snake. (laughs) (laughs) Right. We're still working on that. Um, Okay, so attack. It has a melee. Uh, It's Uh it's bite attack, which is plus six to to hit. I believe it does nothing because its attacks are not magical. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, the staff is magical. <laughs> I mean, the snake is magical. It is. Um, but John X doesn't know it does. It does. Its actions are a melee weapon. Are a melee weapon attack is how you know they're what? described. Let's just have some fun. It is a. It is a <laughs> giant snake that came out of a staff. It is magical. <laughs> let's keep win doing this. Battle this. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> whatever. Let's do this. Let's split hairs. Okay. No, let's keep grinding things dual. And since. <laughs> And since we're having fun, he's gonna he's gonna go ahead and does is there room for him to like constrict this guy? Uh, yeah. You cannot constrict them. Okay. They well, then he's gonna to bite. Them. He's gonna bite him. He's gonna bite well, him. You can constrict them, but it won't do. You can't restrain them once you constrict them. He's so. over it. He's gonna bite him. <laughs> <laughs> and he and I rolled a, tw- a twenty a twenty-three to hit. <laughs> that's he that's he it. is flanking. Oh yeah, you can. So have you can advantage. Is flanking. Yeah. Well, so, you, but yeah, you don't so you need can roll advantage, but you could have had. But you can roll a natural 20, though. Oh, that's true. I got this exact same thing. <laughs> Two 17s. Yeah. Um, okay, and then... So... 2d6 then plus 4. 2d6 plus 4. That is a big fucking snake. It, yeah, it is a huge <laughs> creature. Nine damage. Nine damage. All right. And now, <laughs> this poor... Like... I have to imagine what's going on in this ghost's head. First he was confused, <laughs> then he was a chicken, now there's a giant snake that appeared. Yeah, and Bakota's going to take a free action to say, you should really rethink your afterlife choices. <laughs> <laughs> Nailed it. Uh, the There's been four turns for that wraith. He's still clawing in the corner. Krista, it is your turn. I shall circle around there. I, I just want to be in flanking position. All right. Let's do some damage to Pythagoras the chicken one. Pythagoras means nothing. Steve's been through enough. We should name him. All right. 24 to hit, which oh, it does. Poor Steve. 
and I'm going to hit him with thunder damage, and I'm just going to copy and paste. Boom, 40. Wow. Done. <laughs> Look at that. <laughs> Get it, Steve. Efficiency. Uh, Shimon, it is your turn. I'll come here and hit him with my magical fist. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I hope you kiss them first. <laughs> oh, yeah, totally. <laughs> That's what makes them glow. <laughs> 26 to hit. That's a hit. 10 points of magic damage. All right. Um, a greater, enough to hit him. And another 10 points of magic damage. And wow. I'm not <clears throat> going to use my key points because I feel like we have a bigger battle ahead, hopefully. Yeah. <laughs> hopefully. This is it. You won. <laughs> Beef- <laughs> beefcake has this. So that's the end of my turn. Yeah, Beefcake, it is your turn. Okay, Beefcake. <laughs> I hope you roll a natural one. <laughs> I got advantage, so I have to roll oh, two. Oh, no. <laughs> Snake eyes. No. Na- natural 20. <laughs> <laughs> that's, I deserve this. Poor uh, Steve. Just put him on Steve. Oh, and I get a re-roll three of those. I feel like I haven't done any damage. Thirty-two, in the last four rounds of combat. Thirty-two <laughs> points of damage. Uh, that's a lot. Is he dead? No. Second was... attack. Twenty-four to hit. Yep. Twenty-four points of damage. All right. Third attack. Uh, Twenty-four to hit. Twenty-six points of damage. And with that, Steve is going to have to rethink his afterlife thoughts. Rip Steve. <laughs> and then I'm going to move 5, 10, 15, 20, 25. <gasps> You're in range. Yeah. I'm going to hurt you. And <laughs> because uh, the snake has 10-foot reach, is that considered flanking? Ooh. I mean, technically, yeah, because it's threatening, right? Yeah. That's all it's required. Nice. Uh, that is a 28 to hit. That is a hit. And that is... 23 points of damage. All right. Bakoda, it is your turn. Oh, I'm Bakoda. (laughs) 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 Who? Travis, I was like, okay. Yeah? Are you going to do something? (laughs) (laughs) The crap, Travis. Sorry. (laughs) Oh, one shot. This battle's gone on (laughs) for a People don't know who they are. All right, uh, so he's going to use his turn to command the snake um, to attack this second man who he has named. Steve also. (laughs) (laughs) Frank. Timothy. Timothy. (laughs) I guess he doesn't have to move. (laughs) Because he has rage. He's good there. Yeah, it's fine. It's It's a snake's turn. So, all right, he's going to... Beep, beep, beep. advantage. Good, because that was a two. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right, all right. 16. Uh, set, set, uh, 17. That's it. Plus 11. All right. Get him, Snake. Uh, it is the Wraith's turn. He's going to beef Kirk. No, he's yeah. not. <laughs> oh. What'd you roll? A three. Yeah. <laughs> Amazing. It's Krista's turn. Yeah, I'm going to swing around into flanking position with the snake next to Beefcake. What's up? High five. High Reaction. Five. Advantage. <laughs> <laughs> Let's roll. A high five. believe play. that is an assist. A high five is a full round action. <laughs> you forfeit all of your turns. 
I'm going to cast Booming Blade, even though I know he can't move. He's literally bound to the <laughs> earth. <laughs> that 20. Oh, <laughs> man. Woo. All right, what does that do? It's a, you do double your, not your damage, sneak attack your sneak damage. damage. Yeah. Okay. Uh, that is 50 points of damage. That's a lot. Poor Timothy. Uh, Shimon, it is your turn. Just move in flanking. Punch him. 22 to hit. It's a hit. 12 points of damage. Punch him. Oh, sad. Only 13 to hit. Oh, you miss. <gasps> you the first miss you of this combat. <laughs> Here comes Timothy, but it's Beefcake's turn. Was that with advantage? You still? I got a natural one and a two. <laughs> oh, oh, my God. It's Beefcake's turn. Oh, wow. oh, Beefcake. Guess who's dead? Stupid advantage. Oh, does a 16 hit? It does. Yeah, of course it does. <laughs> uh, 24 points of damage. Uh, natural 18. That's a crit. Is your crit range 18 to 20? Yes, it is. Ah, God damn it. Fighters, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Fighters. No, We're it's broken. The, it's the archetype I picked. I think it's called Champion. Yeah, Champion. It does. It lowers yeah. your crit range. Yep. So at like level 6, the crit range goes from 19 to 20. And then at like level 12, it goes from 18 to 20. So anyway. That's really cool. Uh, that's only 26 points damage on the crit. <gasps> only? Yeah. For a crit, though, that's quite low. That is, that's like normal damage. Third attack. Natural 20. So that's a crit <laughs> again. That's amazing. How do you do this? How do you dispatch this uh, final yeah. ghost? I just, he's just like honed in. Like his eyes are normally kind of like this like light blue glow, but you see them turn like dark red. And he just like comes down like bisecting this thing just straight in half. So... As your blade falls <laughs> and you cut this ghostly shape in half, it disappears and the danger seems to subside. And you hear in the distance, Parker. <laughs> and a small tear in time and space opens. And Steve has rethought his life. And he returns, not as an enemy, but as a friendly chicken. <gasps> Yay! And we'll see the <laughs> thrilling conclusion. <laughs> that's your that's your secret super special weapon is you get a incorporeal chicken. I'm gonna yes. carry the chicken. <laughs> Don't pat him. I'm gonna make a holster for him. <laughs> like a baby <laughs> bjorn. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have a wrap? Long string of cloth. I that? use my next action to tell <laughs> Four Corners Games podcast is property of Four Corners Games, Inc. For more information about Four Corners Games, please visit fourcornersgames.com with the number four. Music and sound on this episode by Sirenscape, because epic games need epic sound. Mm -hmm.